0: Right. A, B, C, D, F,
1: H, G. Joe doesn't know how to do the I alphabet. I don't know my alphabet. We. I'm slightly concerned by that, actually. I know my alphabet. I don't know. I don't know if you really know your alphabet. I, I know. Like, you straight up skipped the letter G. The letter G is a great letter. I'm messing with you. What do you have against I'm tr- the letter I'm G? trying to get in your brain. Oh, you're trying to get in your brain. A, B, C,
0: D, E, F, G, H, I can't, uh, uh, You X. definitely skipped more letters. <laughs> X, Y, Z.
1: You definitely skipped more letters right there. Come on, man. You're better than that we, we could do better maybe we, i have to go back to school we definitely need to go back to school get my education uh, yes education for sure we, we we expect better here on the brick house podcast which speaking of welcome to the season 1 finale season 1 episode 15 we made it i'm one of your co-hosts andrew Passaro.
0: i am the other co-host joseph brennan
1: oh we're going back to joseph okay cool it's, yeah we've
0: well, got to be proper it's a, it's, it's an a important season, important it's, occasion yes yeah, season finale it's season, i'm i'm impressed i'm glad we made it this far we
1: yeah like we lost a lot of good men out there no, we didn't. You've clearly never seen Wedding Crashers, but that's fine.
0: You've got so many good men out
1: there. It was such a melodramatic crack. Like, come on, you got to be fast in that. Like,
0: uh, I'll give I'll give the listeners one guess as to what I am drinking. Yes, you're right. It's White Claw.
1: Yeah, uh, we don't need to give them another four minute of free advertisements yet. But uh, we apologize. I, no, I don't apologize for anything. White Claw, I please apologize. sponsor. us. White Claw, please sponsor us. Like that's that's all we really want here. It's it's. We're doing the Lord's good work. Although I did hear, um, there's a rival seltzer company that has 90 calories and not 100. Truly? No, it wasn't truly. Because if you drink Truly, you're pretty much. You, it just confirms you have an Android. You would. You don't get that joke because well, you don't even have an Android. No, I feel
0: like everyone has seen that video.
1: It's so good. The the Trevor Wall- I uh, Trevor Wallace. Uh, follow him on Instagram if you're not. Uh, by the, he's hilarious. Um, but I want to get him on the pod. Like I don't know what season it's gonna be. Season two, he's coming. Okay, okay, oh. Trevor. Like, uh, coming. like Robert De Niro, Brad Pitt, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's do are an coming.
0: episode. Trevor Wall and John Wall.
1: Well, it's Trevor Wallace. Oh, so, Wallace, whatever. Um, let's do. Uh, we'll do. Uh, what's the guy's name from Braveheart? Um, Bruce Springsteen? No, definitely oh, not him. Bruce, uh, um, oh my William Wallace. I am William Wallace, oh. the, the Scottishman. That um, they may take our lives, but they'll never take. Oh freedom! Uh, he was in James Bond. No, d- maybe. Yeah. I don't know which guy you're talking about. I'm talking about uh The
0: Scottish guy, the Scottish Conan guy. Uh, Craig w- Ferguson.
1: I don't we are definitely not talking about the same guy. Okay, all right. Well moving look, on. Our brains are a little scattering. Three minutes of bullshit. Yeah, well at this <laughs> entire podcast is bullshit. Like let's let's not, you know. But follow our bullshit at Andrew Pizarro at but at Brickhouse Pod with no C. That was really hard. I've been meeting people out and be like, oh, yeah, follow us on Instagram or follow us here. And it's like, oh, here's our podcast. Do you know how annoying it is to tell someone it's called BrickHouse and then they type in the regular way of BrickHouse and then sometimes they think it's H-A-U-S, but nope, it's regular house and it's brick without a C. <laughs> well, I'm not German. Neither am I. No, a little bit, a little bit on on my father's side. No, literate. Yes, definitely illiterate. One hundred percent. No, not one hundred percent. Sixty percent of the
0: time, it works every time.
1: But definitely literate. I
0: know my ABDs. Yeah,
1: you definitely do. No C's. Uh, but we're getting we're getting excited. Fourth of July is around the corner. We're gonna, we're gonna drop another playlist. Should we? We if we're gonna ask the people for help, we better we better get on it.
0: Yeah. Um. So we're gonna post this, uh, within the next twenty five hours.
1: The podcast or the, the question what's your what do you want the fourth of July playlist? The question. Okay, cool. And the
0: podcast will be posted promptly. Um, I
1: think I can get it out before Fourth of July.
0: It'll be posted at eleven fifty eight, July third.
1: AM or PM? PM. Okay, cool. That gives me more time. <laughs> yeah, but what, what what are we what are we feeling? What are you gonna put on this fourth of July playlist? Um, There's a lot to put on there. I'm
0: gonna put some, some loosey goosey shit on it. Yeah. I'm gonna put some
1: some, some tight yams. Oh. I, I don't know, man. I was feeling some some hard yams. Hard yams? I feel like I need a hard yam. Because, like, tight yams are important, but, like, a hard yam, like, 4th of July, the 4th of July playlist, It's you're, you're either in one of two moods. One or, you're in one definitely or two minutes. Not you're definitely soft not soft. Definitely not. Well, no, I disagree with that. You could definitely be having like a relaxing Fourth of July during the day and like a hard Fourth of July during the night. Or you're going to do what we do, which is just treat our body like absolute shit and have a hard Fourth of July from. But the, I'll
0: eat my spinach.
1: Okay, Popeye. I, you really eat spinach?
0: I had spinach today, yes.
1: Okay, good for you. I don't know if I had vegetables today. Gotta have
0: vegetables. Uh yeah, it's been a weird Sunday. Like Did you eat sushi today?
1: Ne- I've never even sushi in I my think entire seaweed life.
0: Seaweed is a vegetable, technically.
1: I would have believed that. Moving on. Okay. Uh what what are we putting on this fourth of July playlist?
0: Uh we're gonna put naughty by nature. I'm oh, feel for like. sure.
1: We have to put that on. We talked about that on the last one.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna put uh, that new boss and j cole track, oh the dreamville which, one which we will talk about later yes. yeah
1: that's definitely got to be on there
0: definitely gonna put some freddie gibbs on there as mm-hmm. well which we'll oh, talk for about sure. later oh
1: so we're going like current like heaters right now is what we're talking about well, that's what i'm talking about yeah okay right cool now. uh i we're gonna put oof i don't know there's so much i want to put on this
0: i'm feeling big daddy Kane. yeah maybe some smooth operator
1: yeah, that's clearly coming from the yeah, TV those Are the voices my, yeah. in my head? Yes, those are their back. Um oh my God. That's, uh. called, that's a callback to an episode. I don't even know if that joke made it on the pod. I see dead people. It's a callback for sure. I'm trying to think what else Get I Get out of my head. Um, you know what? I will tell you that I went on there. Chalice Gambino is featured on an old track from Chance the Rapper, and his tape... Acid Rap is now on Spotify and there's a track with featuring the two of them that slaps really hard because it's a sublime song that they're rapping over, so I definitely want that on there. As Joe awkwardly removes a, a strand from my leg that it was, was really, bothering me. That was bothering you. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 good to know. That it was I'm glad it was bothering you. See the question is, do you go like classic rock, like classic American hits. A little bit of everything. You got to go a little bit of everything because this is America the Beautiful, but at the same time, like I want some like, you know what I got to put, we got to put on there that I don't think made the last place. We got to, I had a little uh, OutKast relapse this week. Like I was listening to So Fresh and So Clean. I don't think So Fresh and So Clean goes on the playlist, but I think um, there's definitely like a couple OutKast tracks that you need to put on there. And I don't even think it needs to be Hey Ya. Hey Ya, if you're having a party, Put Heya ah on
0: that. Sorry, but I'm never making a playlist with Heya. Ah.
1: Really? No. You're like that much of like a, I have to play Outkast deep cuts type Not shit? even.
0: They have like so many other popular songs other than Heya ah that I'm going to I agree
1: with that, play. but like Miss Jackson is like a little bit slightly depressing for 4th of July. That, I didn't say Miss Jackson. Oh. Now,
0: <laughs> I would put Bombs Over Baghdad yeah. on the July 4th playlist.
1: <laughs> very patriotic. Cheers <laughs> that. Very, very patriotic.
0: <laughs> so yeah, hit us up with your... Suggestions. Suggestions and rip it. Trust me,
1: like we're going to take care of you. We took care of you last time. Um, Speaking of since the last time, we both went and saw a bunch. We saw one concert together and one concert individually. So what should we break down first?
0: Uh, Let's go with the one we went to together.
1: So we saw Shlomo, who's a DJ, kind
0: of. Yeah, like a producer, DJ, electronic artist.
1: Yeah, he's worked with rappers before. We went to... Elsewhere, yeah, elsewhere, which is here in Bushwick. We're recording in Bushwick, not in the Brick House because RIP and P is the Brick House. Thank the Brick House God. Is still existing. Oh, it's still there, but like our relation to it is officially deceased, cut off, never coming back. Sayonara, see ya. Bye bye. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah, so we saw a Shlomo, um, he's been making music for like I think like eight years, nine years, something like that really cool mix of guitar music with computer beats that he made um he had like a table set up with a few different
1: uh electronic machines i had no idea what i was getting into i've never you, seen a show like that before. no never before in my life so literally joe goes hey so i'm going to this show tomorrow i was like okay he's like you can come if you want so i bought day of tickets and paid like an extra like seven dollars that i needed to but whatever no, I'd never listened to a track by this guy in my life, but I knew I was going with Joe. It's like we're gonna have a good time, and regardless, like it's probably gonna be good. It was really cool. Like I, like it wasn't an EDM show because I've been to an EDM show, but it really was like it's just a DJ putting out like his individual music, and there were definitely tracks was like this would be so cool if there was like the right rapper going over it.
0: Yeah, the whole time I was like, this would, this is great, but I could just picture any kind of rap. On top of any of these beats,
1: my one general complaint was the fact that for the first like twenty minutes before he started the show, he literally just put his two speakers facing each other and left reverb on it for like it was just straight feedback it was just straight feedback coming out for like twenty minutes. It was very uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie like it kind of was like it kind of pissed me off
0: it, I, but it didn't bother me
1: it, it it kind of pissed me off like it would have been funny if it was like thirty seconds of that like it was too long. it was uncomfortable. But the sh- the sh- like the whole show, very good. So, uh, and I will say, I, I, I've actually heard that there's been some not so great things that happened at elsewhere. We had a good time, really. Yeah, at that set, not that set, at that venue. Okay, like there's been some like recent, like apparently there's something going on. I don't have all the details. Someone was telling me about this last night. So, really, yeah, but they do have a sick rooftop bar.
0: Yes, we were there and a loft.
1: Um, but look, the, the, like I said, the like you said, the loft was, looks cool. It's walking distance from my apartment, but um, cool yeah, if you're spot. in the neighborhood,
0: definitely check it out. Yeah, cool rooftop bar, cool music, cool stuff.
1: You want to go talk about Tortoise?
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, where'd you see Tortoise? I saw Tortoise at Prospect Park Band Show for a whole whopping zero dollars. I
1: hate you. Yeah, it
0: was amazing. Uh, they played the whole TNT album critically acclaimed uh, album from 1998 20th anniversary uh, they played that whole album in its entirety they had six six members there but then they had four horn and string players accompany them and it was like it was a perfect mix of like electronic with jazz and indie
1: it sounds literally like three Joe Brennan's three favorite things it was
0: yeah it was so good it's in, all instrumentals but you had Members playing drums, and then they go over to the keyboards and then they go over to the xylophone and then they go over to the drum machine and like they, they it, literally they were just walking around the stage the whole time playing different instruments but it's, it's it was it was perfect, and for the price, you couldn't beat it. I will say at that show, you saw a lot of hipster parents, so like when I started going to shows, I was fifteen sixteen in Brooklyn, and I was like, "Oh, this is so cool, like you have know, all these like edgy kind of musicians here and these are definitely the same people with just like families now but that's cool that they still get out and their kids can run around and listen to weird abstract indie music from 20 years ago what did you think of the venue i've been there before it's a really nice park
1: i've been to prospect park so it's just in prospect park
0: yeah they have a band show yeah first time i went there i saw best coast with the Decemberist, 2011 wow that was a good show
1: wow that is a fire show
0: me casanova colleen and Someone else.
1: Shout out to cousin Colleen. She bought us beer once when we were not able to do it ourselves. Yeah, and she has a baby now. She's definitely. She sh- now you have to send this to her. I was going to say she's not listening. Yeah, but oh, now- I
0: also went with Colleen's pops. Oh, you know, Uncle, Uncle Pete. Pete who yeah, we have to have on the podcast. Uncle Pete, who I don't know if you saw his Facebook post, but he said he said nine out of these ten artists I've seen live. Which one have I not seen live? And I got it.
1: it was shocking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so surprised. Yeah. Uh, so
0: you saw a show in Brooklyn as well, didn't you? Yeah, I went
1: to Coney Island a couple Sundays ago with a uh, friend of the pod, Victor. We saw Wu-Tang Clan. I don't remember who opened for him. He was okay. It wasn't anything that good. There was just a kind of like hype guy. We were at the Coney Island um, amphitheater thing. Not going to lie, pretty unimpressed with the venue. It was nice that we are like outside. It's like this covered venue. The acoustics were shit, like really shit. Enough so that Method stopped playing stuff, like, literally told the DJ to shut the fuck up for a second and, like, asked, like, yo, you guys up front, how does this sound? Everyone cheered. In the... How does it feel in the middle? Eh. And, like, by the time, like, it got back to us, it was, like, we were in the back. We paid, like, 40 bucks to go. But I will say, I'm really happy I went. Wu-Tang had a really cool stage presence. Like, the fact that, like, Method did that. He also, like talk to the crowd a bunch and like the other thing too i didn't realize this at first because it was sold out show basically people were just sneaking into the sections up front and like standing in the aisles and i we could have done that we just didn't realize that we'd never been to a wu-tang show before and basically someone was telling me on on the subway home they're like oh yeah that's people just Sneak in other sections at every Wu-Tang show. Because they, they don't care. They just want people here to have a good time. Like, that was the coolest stuff. It was 25th anniversary of Enter the 36 Chambers. They played the entire thing. They brought on all the members for different stuff. And then the coolest part was that they, like... So, obviously, ODB's dead. His son wrapped in his place. Wow. Did a really solid job. Um, did he
0: sound like his father? Yeah. That's great. Yeah.
1: And the other cool thing they did was, like... Then they got to a point where it's like, alright, like... I didn't expect them to because it wasn't, like, The Garden or, like, Barclays. They didn't bring anybody on. I'm not surprised by that. A lot of the people that they would have maybe brought on would have been, like, Redman. Well, there
0: wasn't really any features on 36 Chambers. No, there wasn't. But like The nine of them.
1: Right, exactly. But it was really cool how, like, it started with only, like, three or four out of them, and then guys came on the stage, and then for certain tracks, they dropped off. It was it was really cool, and probably, I think, like, the, one of the coolest moments, other than that, that I already mentioned, was Method did The What by Biggie, which he was featured on on Biggie's first album, and so they, like, just played the, like, studio version of Biggie rapping his parts, and then Method came in and did his parts, and, like, those might be some of my favorite, like, Method Man lyrics, like, I, I will say this, like, I think my favorite Wu-Tang album outside of the Wu-Tang, like, of them all together is probably the Jizza album Liquid Swords. But I think my favorite Wu-Tang member is Method Man.
0: I know all the listeners, all the thousands of listeners, yes, yes. are wondering if they did the commentary prior to the Method Man song.
1: Not I'll, fucking, I'll fucking tie your ass yes, cheeks together, together and keep feeding Feed you, and you and feeding you. you. Not really. No, uh, they didn't really do that. I didn't it was, think so. Yeah, but that with that what that got me really hype. Like, it was a really good performance that was damaged by shitty acoustics and a shitty sound system. So
0: I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, props to all the sound guys out there that do a good job. Yeah, because they're like honestly they're they're a member of the band at that
1: point. Oh so, hell yeah, it's so important. Yeah, and Victor will give us a, a later report whether or not. That was like a one-time thing or if it's the venue because he's going back there for like two more shows this summer. Mm-hmm. So don't worry. We got you.
0: To be honest, I think I saw a show at Coney Island. At, it was in a big park, right?
1: Not really. We really, like really right off the water. All right. different. Mm,
0: I don't know. It might be the same one.
1: We were literally right next to the boardwalk because the cops made it so hard for us to get out of there because they, like, All right, different venue fenced off
0: I saw, where you could run onto the beach. I saw Pat Benatar with Debbie Harry from Blondie and the, yeah. the Donnas Yeah, at Coney Island, but it must have been a different venue in Coney Island.
1: But moving on. So, a bunch of new releases that have come out over the last couple of weeks since we last taped and put out an episode. A lot of really good shit. A lot of really good shit. Per usual. The first one that we got to talk about is, is one that we talked about in our last episode. And I listened to this entire album on Friday, sitting on my couch, watching the U.S. women beat France. And that was the Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib album, Bandana. And let me tell you, it gets two hands because that shit fucking slaps. It was so good. The features were incredible. You have got anything from like Anderson Pac to Pusha T, like more guys Killer Mike, Most Deaf. Most Deaf. The whole album flowed really well together, like very, very good
0: album. This is the second time that Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib have collabed. Oh yeah, what other one did they do? Pinata back in twenty fourteen. Is
1: it the whole album or just the track? a track? Whole, whole album, Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna check that out um, now.
0: Freddie Gibbs has been known to say he can rap over anything. And if you listen to this, there's a lot of room where Mad just riffs. He he just lets the samples, you know. Do their own magic, and Freddie Gibbs appreciates that. Freddie Gibbs understands. You know, I'll I'll come in when when it's my time to come. I'll come in when it's my time to shine, and he he did a great job mixing up with Madlib. Uh, definitely check it out. I like the track "Crime Pays," obviously. Yep. I love the track "Giannis." So what
1: did you like? Oh, "Palm Olive," which features Pusha T. Which uh, credit to me? I'm not usually a Pusha T guy. I think "Palm Olive" might be the like break point that really makes me go back and listen to Pusha T. And now you're gonna ask me, Andrew, why do you not like Pusha T that much? Why don't you like Pushy tea Because I'm, like, I'm like a huge Drake stand and like I hate myself for saying that, but I fucking love Drake. Fuck out of here. I, yeah, well, speaking of Drake, he dropped two new tracks because the, the Toronto Raptors won a world championship. The Best in the World pack came out with Omerta and it came out with Money in the Grave. And I will say, honestly, I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I really like both of them. Omerta um, is like the classic, like Drake, like. Back against the wall type rap, which I really like. And then Money in the Grave, honestly, is going to be. Money in the Grave is like a solid. I'm driving around during the summer and I have a really good bass in my car and I'm going to roll all the windows down and pull up at a stoplight and shit's just going to get fucking well, wild. Well, number
0: one, you need your car up in New York.
1: No, I definitely don't.
0: Well, then you can't do that. Yes. Number I'm not two, saying you need it's a good bass system in your car. I'm
1: not saying it's for me. I'm saying, speaking in generalities. Yes. Okay.
0: Hyperboles.
1: Hyperboles. We do that a lot. Yes. Uh, new Black Keys album. New Black Keys. You listen to that? Yeah. I also listened to that on Friday while watching the U.S. Women Beat France. Good album. Much better than their last album. More original to their regular Black Keys. Se- to be fair, it didn't take much to be better than the last album. Dan Arbuck could have... Recorded him shitting in a toilet, and it would have been better than that album.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, is it he's back in like a uh, like magic potion, like brothers kind of form?
1: I would say it's kind of similar to Brothers El Camino. All right. Okay, I, I, I think I it's a little better than. Than El Camino, personally.
0: El Camino. I, th- I thought that was pretty good.
1: I thought Brothers was better than El Camino. I be- agree. Because it has more that that like, bluesy, black keys. It's, it sounds like a real real album. Right. El Camino's polished up. Yeah, a little polished. But yeah, um, I thought it was good. I would give it a B grade. All right. Like a solid B. I'll I'm giving grade
0: now? I'd... All right, how about this? You give your letters. I'll give stars.
1: Okay, cool. A deal. Yeah, but it was solid. What else we got?
0: So you talked about... A rapper that's pretty popular in the game. Uh, if you listen to the pod recently, I made a statement saying J. Cole is the best rapper in the game right now. Yeah, he is. And thank you. He released another new track with Dreamville.
1: I'm okay with this. I'm okay with admitting that because it only means that Kendrick's got to come back and steal the crown back. And we know that Kendrick does his best work when he needs to steal the crown back. Or, so this is what or, I'm ready for.
0: There is a possibility that someone else knocks both of them off, number one and two. I don't know who that could right now. It's a possibility, It's definitely
1: a possibility. It's always a possibility. Things go
0: like, in cycles. They do. They do. Just like, just like uh, Fife Dog said. Excursions. Come on. Yes. Anyway, fucking this song, Down Bed, with Boss and J. Cole, fucking slaps Well, it's so not just hard. Boss and J. Like Cole. It's like a million dudes. It's,
1: it's his old Dreamville thing, and I think they're like putting out an album. Which, I hope so. <laughs> which, which, sir, sir. I am down. Yeah, me too. I am down. I am totally down. Lock me down.
0: So yes, that, that track is very good.
1: J.I.D.'s um, on that. Somebody... Who the fuck else is on this track? There's like so many people that I can't even figure it out on Spotify. That's how many people are on it. Go listen to it's it. It's just a dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
0: Anyway, also Tom York from Radiohead fame, he released a new album, Anima. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Anima, Anima, whatever. He released a short film on Netflix, fifteen minutes ish. So T V episode. Yeah, T V episode. Um definitely check out the short film if you don't want to check out the album. The album's cool, has a lot of electronic, more electronic heavy, but the film is really cool. It's directed by Paul Wes Anderson, but like it's it's typical like futuristic, fucked up like world earth, amazing choreography. The music's cool too. But, yeah, check that out. What else? The new Crumb album. The local New York indie group have a new album called Jinx. Definitely check that album out. Uh, I listened to that when it came out with a few friends. We had a listening party.
1: You were not that impressed? Like, you weren't you, – because like we hung out that night, and you were not uh, – I was
0: not super impressed, but there are at least, like, four four or five tracks on it that are solid and three that are bangers.
1: Okay. Like, bangers like – like, like you
0: could put it on at any summer party this summer. Okay, towards the end of the party because yeah. it, it's like it's just like a ch- more it's a chiller vibe. Okay, you have to wait till your homies. It's only you and your homies.
1: You guys are circling up around the fire. Get pit. rid of the
0: riff Yeah, yeah. But third part on that album, definitely check out that track.
1: Can I? We just rewind real quick because I was at the bar last night. Shocking news, and I said that there was a little fracas going on by like an entryway to another part of the bar. And nice SAT word. Yeah. Um the person I was with did not know that word and was like what the fuck are you talking about and my next response was well this is my this is me telling you that riffraff was a really good use right there and I wish I'd known to use riffraff right now because it would have more accurately described what I was talking about
0: Yeah people up here know riffraff more than fracas
1: uh so the, remember i texted you earlier being like hey there was a new band that there was an album that came out that i've seen like a shit ton of people from like my kind of hipstery type friends here in brooklyn all posting on instagram mm-hmm. and then i never ended up actually listening to it um it's the new ceremony album
0: oh will you produce that album
1: yeah it's supposed to be really good
0: wow i saw ceremony yeah really so good i uh side note i saw ceremony the one of many side notes in i this saw whole ceremony podcast. <laughs> back in 2012 i believe with danny my roommate yeah dr dan dr dan who was on the previous shout out
1: dr dan yes one-time live audience member
0: we saw ceremony open up for fucking who was it three other like super indie bands that ceremony didn't mix up with because if you know ceremony they're like a really hard hardcore band like their first few albums are all 30 seconds long and just straight, like gut punching, like hardcore music. Shout
1: out to my guy Alex Metz, who was the person who answered this text. He's a big, he's a big, he uh, he knows the guys from Title Fight, so I think we do need to get him on the pod at some point just to talk about being friends with Title Fight. 100, percent yeah,
0: 100, percent yeah, yeah. Um, so Willia, of everyone fame, like he's produced so many good punk and indie albums in the past five, ten years, including Title Fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't he put out Hyperview?
0: He did Hyper He did um, Shed. He did okay Floral Green. Yeah, he, he's amazing. He's really fucking good. nobody does. Yeah, but I saw this show with Ceremony, and there's another band named Ceremony that's like a super indie band. Like, Shoe Gaze Indie. And I'm guaranteed, I'm convinced that the bookie booked the wrong ceremony oh my God. for this, this show.
1: Oh, my God. Because, like,
0: people were not into hardcore Ceremony. They wanted to hear the indie ceremony band.
1: But you and Danny...
0: Me and Danny fucking loved it. (laughs) We loved it. I have a picture of Danny with, like, a scar, like, on his shoulder. Like, he was ripped up.
1: All right, so back to other new music besides ceremony. Uh... I didn't listen to it. I kind of listened to a little bit of one track, but Lil Nas X's EP came out and it didn't get killed on the internet, which leads me to believe that I think he's going to survive. The other thing that I will give Lil Nas X credit for, he's been having people write lyrics to his Old Town Road and then like alternate remixes and then writing about it and uh, and then actually recording it and putting it out, which is like mad cool. He was He's probably the best person I would say to follow on Twitter right now, besides us, by the way, oh yeah, we 're on Twitter now, first episode that we're on Twitter forgot I completely forgot about it. When we were promoting it earlier House pod no c um it's kind of my burner account for for ideas that i can't i can 't tweet out myself, so check that out. The Mark Ronson album came out. What did you think about that?
0: I thought it was really good uh definitely a nighttime summer album. if you know his previous work, he worked with Amy Winehouse. He worked with, uh, obviously, Uptown Funk with that fucking guy that's Hawaiian. What's his name? He did
1: the Super Bowl. Uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Didn't you know finish. he was a Hawaiian until I right now. I think he's Hawaiian. I feel like he's not. Why do I feel like he's from Chicago? Well, look it up, then. I'm good. While I'm it, talking. You. While
0: I'm talking nonsense. Yeah, well, the Mark Ronson is really cool. He has Angel Ocean featured on it. He's got Alicia Keys featured on it.
1: Son of a bitch. You're right. He's from Hawaii. Thank Honolulu. you very much. Thank yeah. you very much.
0: Um, yeah, it's, it's a cool album. It's... It's not my favorite Mark Ronson album. Um, I'd much rather listen to stuff like Bang, Bang, Bang or his collaborations with Kasabian. Or Amy Winehouse, as a matter of fact. But it's cool. Check it out. Especially if you're looking for something at nighttime and you're feeling a pop vibe.
1: If you're looking for something that is not necessarily nighttime and you're trying to turn the fuck up, check out the Baby album. Yeah. Suge, obviously, is fucking great. Suge's really good. Uh, Baby on Baby's also very good. And Babysitter, which features Offset from Migos, all three certified two hand slapper these slaps, hitters, heavy hitters. Actually, um, some would say it goes; uh, others would say it bangs. Um, it just it was a fun album. I had fun. I walked around the Lower East Side and listened. Does it, to it al- rip? Oh, it rips really hard. Uh, so yeah, the, the baby album. If you want some like good like hard rap shit, that's that's what you want. What about this Black Midi album you got on here?
0: They're just a weird, like loud indie band. I saw them on I think KXP or Pitchfork, something like that, a few months ago. They did a live performance and like it really it really opened my eyes. Like it it's
1: Did it rustle your Jimmies?
0: It 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 didn't rustle my Jimmies, but like it turned my head. Like it's Recently it's been hard for me to get into indie bands just cuz they so all sound the same.
1: Yeah, I haven't found anything really unique in a little while.
0: And this band was it was unique. I wouldn't say it's it's accessible to a lot of people, but
1: actually I have a I have a band that I thought sounded really unique. Yeah, they're called Fox Hollow. They have a show on July fifth and somewhere in Lower East Side. Just Berlin. Check, yeah, check out check out Instagram. I now have to get this album out this this album before July fifth so that people can hear about Didn't it. Didn't they have an album that came out a few weeks uh, ago? Yeah, I heard they had I heard they had a release. I heard they had a release show here in Ridgewood, which is like mad close to Bushwick. I had fun at that show. They, they had a really cool. What was
0: that? Where the Lightfoot?
1: I have no fucking that idea. Was that
0: the Lightfoot? The Footlight? Something like that. I
1: think it's Lightfoot, not Footlight. Footlight. I think light. it is Footlight. Yeah.
0: Lightfoot sounds right, and I remember who's the one that sounds wrong.
1: Footlight sounds a little weird. I don't know why. Oh, that's that's
0: exactly it. But yeah, Black Midi—they're cool. They're if you're into like unconventional, weird sounding indie, like loud, check them out. Give them a chance. Goldlink, Diaspora—he's a really cool rapper. Check that album out. Give it a chance. It's good. There's some sand out tracks on it. Not gonna be my favorite album of the year, but definitely give it a chance. And lastly the Lana Del Rey song. I think oh. she I think she made that cover for the the documentary. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh she covered Doing Time.
1: My favorite Sublime song by the way. In and case you didn't listen to our top 5 Sublime episode.
0: I could never really imagine a band covering Sublime just cuz they're I don't know, they have a very unique sound.
1: But... Other than Sublime with Rome and Badfish, which both cover Sublime. <laughs> but that it's like <laughs> Basically. Well, I mean, Sublime with Rome was basically they wanted to do they they were they were the,
0: just looking to get another like some money.
1: Uh, actually, I think I think it wasn't even them. I think it was the record label was like you still owe us music. Yeah, from so like their five album like record. I don't count
0: that as covers.
1: Yeah,
0: and black uh, badfish Fish, badfish yeah. You're still
1: thinking of Game of Thrones right now? <laughs>
0: yeah, I am. <laughs> I was talking about Game of Thrones earlier. Yeah, uh, apparently Rob Stark is going to be the new. Or are they talking about him as a new James Bond? I could see that.
1: I don't know, man. I also heard they were thinking Idris Elba, and I would be all in on Idris Elba being too, a black yeah. James Bond. I
0: would. I'd probably prefer that. Actually. Yeah,
1: I would want her, like not not that Rob Stark would do a bad job. I've actually seen him act in other things. I think he could do a really cool job with it. But yeah, okay, as the resident sublime. Head of this podcast. Yeah, what did you think of that song? Um, I, and as not, frankly, as a guy who's not really a Lana Del Rey guy, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done. I thought she nailed it. And uh, that's all we can ask for. I thought she did a good you job. You know what
0: else she nailed? Yeah. My high school religion teacher. What? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, my high school religion teacher dated her in Fordham years ago. I didn't even
1: know she went to Fordham. So that's amazing. Yeah. We, do you think we'd get her on the pod?
0: We can get him on the (laughs) phone. You can find him on uh, no social media platforms. Hurricane Karain is uh, his nickname.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. So one thing that we talked about, Joe and I talked about that we have to do because it's one, the end of season one. We kind of started season two. All right. So since we last recorded and I kind of snuck it in in post-production, we lost a legend. A true legend. A legend Joe could tell you a lot more about. Um, I used to play this guy a lot my freshman year of college because he had an album that came out in 2011, 2012. Uh, but R.I.P. Dr. John. We Lost the Good Doctor. Um, yeah. Produced by? Dr. John.
0: Dan Arbuck.
1: Oh, really? Do you remember
0: Dan Arbuck brought Dr. John out of the, the swamps of
1: New Orleans and uh, said,
0: hey, you're, you're great. You I, can still make another great album. And he did.
1: Yeah, he died. I think it's seventy-seven. I forgot what from complications, but he was uh, old. I don't he, know. He was. I mean, seventy-seven is not that old these days. It's not, but like when you're a musician, that's that's, that's average. That, yeah, that's very true. Big, big New Orleans guy. Like maybe one of like New Orleans' like most successful musicians in like the last like thirty, forty years.
0: Yeah, well, I think he came out in the late sixties.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um I play right place, wrong time on the radio a lot these days.
0: You should play Ika Ica. Ica.
1: Ika, Ika. I'll keep, you know, try that that tomorrow.
0: I think that's the title. I'll I'll get back to you later on the pod with that one.
1: So one of the things we wanted to do today, because we are wrapping up season one. And and I do want to, like, we're going to look back a little bit on some of our favorite moments from season one a little later. But uh, we wanted to do a quick little rundown of some albums that we think are amongst the best that we've seen so far this year. We're talking album of the year candidates. I'm not going to break this down. I'm not going to power rank them. We're not going to give you a top five. I'm not going to do a Mount Rushmore. We're just going to talk about albums, rip through a few that we think could be the best, that we consider the best. Igor. Oh, by by Tyler Creator. Uh, I think this is easily my album of the year right now. Wow! Yeah, That's a bold statement. I think I don't think I don't think it is like it goes from everything from like almost like indie to like soul to R and B to hip hop at times. It's got he's got really good features on it. The album artwork looks fucking beautiful. It it you know what it looks like? It looks like something that I need to buy for for in, a, in vinyl form. That's what I'll say because it, it in terms of album, I think it has probably the one of the best flows of the entire year.
0: Really cool album. Definitely going to have Sharon Van Etten up there with her new album. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib.
1: Love love Bandana. I think Bandana is easily the best hip-hop album I've heard all year.
0: I will say I like the Denzel Curry album more. Yeah? But Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib are a close second. Okay. And and who knows? Maybe a few more weeks listening to it, it'll
1: pop it out. I'm okay with that ranking because you know what album I'd probably put third on that list then? I'd probably go with the 2 Chains uh, rapper, go to the league. I could also include... I don't know the bit. Ba- the Baby album was good, but I don't think it's like that on that level.
0: Mm-hmm. What did you think of Anderson Pac
1: Ventura? See, I don't consider the what Anderson Pac's doing like that, like solely hip hop, because it's got like a little bit of like a popish type style to it, so it's not really the same. You know what I mean? It's
0: a little bit everything, it's,
1: and that's it. I'd consider it up there with the Tyler album. You know what I mean? Like it's really not hip hop. Mm-hmm.
0: I I like a bunch of songs in that. I'm not gonna put it in my top ten probably, but. I can't stop listening to the track you did with Smokey Robinson. It, it's it's just so soulful. It's so catchy. It's it, it makes me happy. It puts a smile on my face. All right.
1: Outside of the hip-hop stuff, what did you think about that Deer Hunter album?
0: The Deer Hunter album is really cool. And my Uncle Pete told me this past weekend that the lead singer of Cat Labone produced the album. That's wild. It's wild. Because lead singer Cat Labone is a woman. Yeah. If you listen to the last pod and listen to the, the song... Which by the How way many women producers can you think of?
1: I can't think of any. None. I really can't. None. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. So, the Deer Hunter albums cool. It's not not my favorite Deer Hunter album. Probably not my top 3 or 4 Deer Hunter albums, but it's it's cool. My favorite indie album probably right now is The Toro y Moi album Outer Peace cuz there's just so many cool quirky like synthesizer sounds. With like a pop, a pop twist to it, but like an indie, an indie flavor. If you haven't checked that album out, just just press play on the whole album. Listen to it backwards, forwards, sideways, upside down, with your face in the toilet. You know,
1: anywhere. how are you gonna listen to it facing your toilet and to hear it? Because like, well, you could get like, one
0: of those wireless uh, yeah. waterproof speakers throw it in the toilet. Okay,
1: and then interesting. Yeah. I don't know how well that would work. Because when I when I used to swim on the Scranton swim team. We used to play music during practice, but you basically would only hear it like during breaks. So it was like kind of awkward. It was kind of more for the coaches, but we were just playing bangers from like. The
0: school like, has to shell out money for those speakers in the pool.
1: Uh, University of Maryland has those. That's really fucking cool, actually. But the on un- the unfortunate part about that is that like you want to like keep listening, but you ha- can only listen when you're like underwater. So you're like really not trying to breathe. It didn't- unless you're David Blaine, you you're fucked. Yeah.
0: You can only listen to one song at a time. Yeah. Hardly.
1: Yeah. What did you think about... I know you didn't really like the whole album, but there was one sa- track on that Local Natives album. What what, what about it? What would you really like?
0: So the album, it was all right. I loved Local Natives' first two albums. The third one's good.
1: We used to play uh, them on the show a lot. Back all the time.
0: All the time. Um, but they, the single from the new album, the track, When Am I Gonna Lose You, on the new Local Natives album, it is so infectious. It is so catchy. It, if you hear it, it's it stuck in your head for, for days.
1: Interesting. You know what, I can't put on this list yet because it hasn't dropped yet, but I feel like we might end up putting on this list. And I know you've already mentioned it, but I was wearing the, the T-shirt I bought from them last night. The new Tame Impala album is my like one to watch that could make this list. Um, and I know if you've got a couple more here that I want you to just rip through.
0: Sasami, I really lo- loved her self-titled album. You liked the Schoolboy Q. I I
1: did. Album. I did like that. I forgot to mention that with our hip-hop ones. It's not going to make it like... It's, it might be like a top five... I don't know if it's even going to be top five hip-hop albums of the year. It's probably going to be my top ten hip-hop albums of the year, but I don't know if it's going to make my top ten. But I, it was I feel like good. Mm-hmm. It's a mentioning... And you
0: liked the uh, the Phoebe Bridges, Conor Oberst mashup.
1: I did like that. The that Better was, Oblivion. That was really
0: good. Um, but you're talking about Schoolboy Q. Um, I will say, I dropped the ball. I have not... Jumped on the Joey Badass train. Oh, yeah. Until recently. And there's a track on Joey Badass's 2017 album, American Badass, that features Schoolboy Q. Um, if you if you haven't listened to American Badass or any Joey Badass, please do yourself a favor. You, yeah, he's one of the best. I will go out on a limb and say he is the best Brooklyn rapper right now.
1: I don't think that's going on, and on has at been. all.
0: He has been. This is 2017.
1: Yeah, he's been putting out stuff since... I remember when he dropped an album in college. It was, like, his first album, and I know... 1999? Yeah, a lot of people were feeling that, and I just, like, I don't know if I listened to it all the way through. I listened to it a little bit, and there it turns out there were tracks later that I would find out that were on that album that I used to, like, I loved. But, yeah, Joey Badass, very good. All right, so we've got a couple more things we need to do, but one thing that Joe backed us into a hole with last time He invited a bunch of people on the pod today.
0: We're very thankful that they came all the way from Tribeca, L.A., and Venice, all the way in beautiful Bed-Stuy—oh, this is Bushwick, technically—Bed-Stuy, Bushwick, Brooklyn. We we want to thank Brad, Leo, and Robbie for coming on the pod today.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, Brad and Leo are here here to promote their upcoming movie once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which drops late in, late in July, it's going to be Quentin Tarantino's ninth release, so obviously we're going to go see that, and we had to hear them talk about it. Um, who do you want to interview first? you want to interview Brad or you want to interview Leo?
0: Uh, let's, go. let's go Leo first.
1: All right. Uh, Leo, what, what did you want to be when you grew up, my man?
0: Um, anything a bit more realistic?
1: Goddamn mayor of this town! I mean, I mean, mayor sounds cool, but like... There is no nobility in poverty. I have been a rich
0: man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time.
1: So, July 4th is coming up,
0: uh... What's your favorite holiday? Merry Christmas!
1: Oh, that's cool. What do you want Santa to bring you for Christmas, my guy? I don't have any shoes. What kind of shoes would you want, my Steve Madden. Steve oh, Madden. Steve. Steve.
0: Ah. Well, thanks, thanks, Leo. We, we appreciate you coming on.
1: You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! Yeah, man, we gotta go, bro. We we gotta we got we, we, we gotta go talk to Brad now.
0: So, Brad, uh, what would you say is your favorite sport? One thing, and one thing only. Killing Nazis. All
1: right, all right, I get it, but, uh... know what sport that you know it's played on an actual field and like sports center covers it how can you not be
0: romantic about baseball i love baseball too i i got you so um you're pretty familiar with new york i understand you know any good bars around here oh
1: go down beachwood and drive a while and then you're gonna turn right okay and then you go and you keep driving and you keep driving all right. I mean, th- that's an address, but like, bro, it's it's 2019. Um, I, I, you got a name of the place? Condensing me, man. I'm fucking killing you, man.
0: All right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but thanks for coming on. Uh, any any questions for us? I want you to hit me as hard as you can.
1: I don't know, man. I, I don't. I've never really gotten in a real fight. I, I don't think I could do that. Plus, you're Brad Pitt. What if I, what if I actually land one?
0: Robbie, we, we really appreciate you stepping, uh, stopping by. Uh, how are things with you? talking to me yeah we are you're talking to me yes
1: you well i'm the only one here who the fuck do you think you're talking to uh so how do you how would you describe how you became a really great actor listen to me very carefully there are three ways of doing
0: things around here the right way the wrong way and the way that i do it okay Uh, do you have any advice for us with the pod
1: two greatest things in life look at me Never ride on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how to do a podcast and keep my mouth shut. So I don't, I don't think that helps. No,
0: he, he definitely can't keep his mouth shut.
1: Definitely not. Could
0: you at least try maybe to consider another profession? Uh, Robbie, anything you want to ask us? Fuck my wife. No, no, we're, we're not. Definitely not. Definitely not together.
1: <laughs> definitely not together. Fuck my wife. It's not like that. All right. Well, I, I guess we're going to let you go. You have a good one, my man. You might know who we are. But we know who you are. Understand? All right. Yeah, we we know that you know us. We 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 know that you know that we know that he knows us. It's cool. All right. So yeah, that was uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Brad Pitt, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Stopping by uh, Brickhouse Pod. Um, one last quick thing, and um, I have to. I'm not gonna lie. I have to write mine out. I think we. I texted you the other night. I threw it on the Instagram. We're going, to do our, we're going to do our top five songs that include dance, dancing in the title. So, uh, I, this was a fun one. There was a lot. There was a lot. There were several that I could do. Did you make your list already? Not yet. Did you?
0: No, I'm just going to do it off the top of the dome.
1: Okay. All right. So then, I'm going to not do these in like any particular order. We're just going to Neither do five. I'm going to dance in the Moonlight by Harvest. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to do Dancing in the Moonlight by Thin Lizzy. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Dancing Days, Led Zeppelin.
0: Let's Dance
1: by David uh, Bowie. That's a good one. Um, Dancing in the Street by Martha and the Vandellas. Very nice. I'm doing Dancing
0: Shoes by Arctic Arctic Monkeys.
1: Well, that's a good one. <laughs> You're stumped. <laughs> I am stumped right now. Oh, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce. That's
0: a great one. Yeah. I'm stumped now, too. I'm not doing Dance Dance by Fallout Boy. Hell no.
1: No, definitely not. No.
0: Oh, uh, Justice, the electronic group from France. Yeah. D-A-N-C-E, dance.
1: That's a good one. That is a good one. Can I get
0: my number five? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Daft Punk, Lose Yourself to Dance, featuring Pharrell.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Bam. Ooh, I got mine. And this, I don't think... Oh, okay. There's two that I could. I'm going to throw Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty. I think that needs to make it up there. Um, but I'm going to give a honorable mention to Stolen Dance by Milky Chance, which was that like big heater from like four years ago. I don't recall. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that, that needs to make it on the uh, 4th of July, like the end of the 4th of July. 100%. Least. Absolutely. All right. So before we wrap it up and we say goodbye to season one, A couple favorite memories from season one, Joe.
0: Favorite memories? Having Sazé come on.
1: That was awesome. That was really cool. Um, I will counter with uh, having Tom Kassass on to talk about Zul. was really fun. And I also like having JoJo on for like the first like real... It was the first long ep we ever did. We dug in deep. We had a straight chill sesh in my room and recorded it. Um, Also favorite moment when we were... Trying to record on microphone and accidentally just recorded on your computer. That happened more than once. <laughs> definitely happened more than once, <laughs> and it probably will happen and, again for sure. Uh, we're getting better. Um, calling my dad and asking him bathtub songs was was a favorite moment of mine. Yes,
0: yes. What else? All the times that you had to do a pond for the reviews because you fucked up.
1: Yeah, but yeah. then
0: again, I fucked up too. I'm not perfect.
1: Yeah, Casey's voicemail.
0: Oh, wow. Casey's voicemail is up there.
1: Casey's voicemail is an iconic moment.
0: To all of Tom's voicemails.
1: Yeah, Tom Tom. Tom wins M- MVP caller for season one. So yeah. uh, that's a big shot across the bow, mainly to Hayden, more. Moore. Um,
0: I think Tom is, like, up there for, like, third host. At, at well, he was
1: point. invited to this podcast, okay? There was a, only one other person has ever been invited to, to host the podcast, and it was just Tom, so... Uh, I will say, everybody else, if you want to come in and step it up, you want to host a pod, the best ability is availability.
0: Yeah, we're accepting applications
1: we're via Twitter, Instagram, at House Pod for.
0: Uh, and the voicemail, which is?
1: 917 725 0616, I think. Hang on. Yeah, the podcast the, the, and the, the voicemail number 917 725 0616. But, yeah, no, I mean, we did a lot of cool stuff. Like, we talked about a lot of a bunch of albums. We did some fun top fives. I want to keep doing the top fives. I want you to send us your top five songs about, top five songs with dance in the title. Um, and, yeah, seriously, if you want to, like, help out and do stuff, you want to, like.
0: I have to add a number six. Yeah? Dancing with Myself. Oh, that's
1: a good one. That is a really good one. Um, I think that's about Jerking Off. I'm 100% convinced that's about jer- Jerking Off. Yeah. Uh, what I'm honestly
0: most happy with is. Doing this just in general. Oh. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: it's just us goofing off, and, like, instead of instead of just regularly goofing off, we're... we're Recording it. Recording it. And giving it to the internet, which yes. sounds like a great idea. Yeah,
0: I can't wait until my grandkids listen to this one day and oh, say, Oh, fuck yeah. Grandpa, what were you doing back in
1: 2019? Well, well, old Johnny. Let me tell you. Johnny.
0: Yeah, I like that. Johnny.
1: Well, it's not your kid's name.
0: No, it's not, but I could play... I could play some music for the guy and get Hey Johnny. Yeah. And
1: then yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh Captain's on season two where we interview other amazing Oscar winning act actors.
1: Actresses. I would like to get some actresses on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Actually
0: I'd rather have some actresses on the pod. Oh,
1: you got any goals for season two? Uh
0: yeah, we're gonna have an artiste on the pod. That's what one of my goals is. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, I just wanna have more guests.
0: A real good musician. Not that we didn't have bad musicians in the last episode
1: or last season. I want a comedian. I got a lead Ooh, on a guy. I like that. I got a lead.
0: Let's do a comic episode.
1: That would be so cool. And uh Oh, I also I want to commit to watching True Detective. That's the other thing I want to do. One
0: too. fully scripted episode. Like a like a almost like a
1: well, like a special, like a special. Yeah. Like a special and we like script the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could be down. It's going to be a bitch to work on. We can write it. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to come help us write that special, Tom or Tom or Tom. Someone not named Tom.
0: <laughs> or anyone else. Ian, Casey with your fucking pizza. <laughs> Anybody.
1: All right, that concludes season one of the Brick House Podcast.
0: It's been real. We'll catch you next time in Queens.